Welcome to Unchenu and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. level this year. Learn to create content that attracts your ideal clients with ease and flow. Let go of mindset blocks and all beliefs that are no longer aligned to the women you are. Hit consistent five-figure months while running a soulful business. And how about creating an ideal balance between your life and your business where you no longer have to hustle or work thousands of hours to achieve the results you desire? Take your business to the next level is an exclusive one-to-one mentoring and coaching program designed for the woman who is tired of hiding and is ready to step into her full authentic power. With Take Your Business to the Next Level, you will learn how to implement easy, simple, and effective mindset tools and business strategies designed exclusively for you and your business. Say goodbye to this crazy year on a high, doing a happy, happy dance to your favorite tune. For more info on how I can help you take your business to the next level, keep an eye on your inbox or check the link in this podcast to book a free strategy call and start planning your next steps for success. Looking forward to meeting you, lovey. See you soon. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unchain Your Inner Strength Podcast. And today's special guest, we have Megan Williamson. Hi, Megan. How are you? Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Wow, I'm excited to have you. So we're supposed to have this podcast, I think, about a month ago. And I'm like, oh, here I'm waiting for the Pinterest strategist. I have so many questions. Yeah, you and everybody. I feel like especially with all the algorithm changes and how fast social media moves, there, everybody is just like, oh, my God, Megan, what is going on with Pinterest? How can I be using it better? Um, there's never been a better time to be talking about Pinterest and how to use it as a business owner. Yeah, it's just, well, it's great to know, you know, to know that once you get in your head that it's not a social platform, that is actually a search engine and you're like, okay, that makes so much more sense. So I can't be liking yeah. the things. I actually have to read it and save it. But Megan, before we jump into Pinterest, can you tell us a little bit about your background? How did you get started? Because uh, this is very interesting. I heard it, but I want you guys to hear it as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. well and I think actually, so our, in a weird previous life, our lives sort of crossed, not at the exact <laughs> same time but I'm actually a trained school psychologist in Canada and uh, once upon a time over 10 years ago I re- relocated to Edinburgh and then after that Belfast Northern Ireland <laughs> and as a foreigner who was educated in a different system I could not for the life of me get a job nobody would hire me and 
at the time, blogging was gaining popularity. And I always was somebody who loved technology. I loved, you know, I wasn't necessarily someone who started using Facebook right away, but I really loved websites and blogging and researching things. So I actually, I got scrappy and I started, I created my own blog and I quickly grew. And one of the reasons why I grew so quickly was because of Pinterest. So I was an early adopter. And before I knew it, I had over 100,000 followers on the platform. I was working with brands and um, businesses to uh, as a content creator. And then about seven years ago, businesses started saying, hey, Megan, we're watching what you're doing on Pinterest. And we see that you really understand the platform. Could you help us do that? And that was the realization that I understood the platform at a deeper level than most people did. And kind of the rest was history. So about four or five years ago, I started running workshops, teaching business owners, all different types of business owners, how to just even first understand Pinterest, um, how to basically create content that goes viral, gets you more traffic, and grow your audience and profit using this sort of like sleeping giant of social media. Like so many people aren't using it, right? Like I would love to know, Mm -hmm. you know, like you yourself, right? Like you made that joke that a lot of us know it, we use it, it's on our phones, but as business owners, we're not always utilizing it. Yeah, not to the full capacity. I don't know. Like, I love it. Like, I got, I think it was like a year ago, a year or two years ago, I got really into it. And I was there and I was like, it was growing, it was growing, it was growing. And then I burnt out. This is a fun, this is a really, but not because of Pinterest. It was like the whole thing. I was like, oh, I need a break. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, so I see my views were dropping and they dropped drastically. But it was, it was six months that I wasn't posting anything. I wasn't putting anything in there. It was just, you know, I wasn't even, I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't repenting. I wasn't doing anything. Here's a question. So when you walked away from it, Maria, were you still getting traffic to your website from it? Even though you walked away from it. So that's the magic. You just... This is totally not scripted, but this is why I love Pinterest. So who hasn't had a time where they burn out? Who hasn't had a time where life, maybe you have to take care of a parent, maybe you are sick, maybe you have a baby, maybe you get a new puppy, maybe you're building a house. There's all these different things that can happen that require us to sidestep from our business that we can't always be on Instagram stories. We can't always be creating fresh content. And I really love to help people discover that, yes, of course, it, it does best and flourishes when you're there and you're consistent. But when you do need to walk away, I, I'm the queen of like, you know, like I'm at my A game. And then when I take time off, I'm off. But Mm -hmm. Pinterest consistently sends me referrals every single day. So the average lifespan of a pin is 3,000 days. So think about that. We know that Instagram or Facebook is about 48 hours. So something I did last year is still sending me traffic to my business and my website today for something I did a year ago. So think about what kind of power that could have for you as a business owner, because we all are going to have times where for personal reasons, for maybe we don't even know the reason, but we just need a break and we need Mm -hmm. to, you know, be able to take some time off, whether you're building out a new product, whether you are getting married or going on a trip and you're not going to have Wi-Fi. We all have those moments. 
Yeah, no, me, me and I completely agree. It just feels, in the other platform, it's, it feels like you're in a constant working on a launch, right? So everything mm. you put there, it's like it's constantly, you know, every post you put, every everything you put out on Facebook or Instagram or even LinkedIn is constantly you building up to mm. end up selling something. As in when you put something on Pinterest, people are actually looking for something. You know, they're there yeah. to find something. So that, I think that's the beauty. As you said, it's like that out, out of meditation, automation that stays there. Um, but I didn't know that it stayed there for 3,000 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, oh that's, that, yeah, I know, I know, which is good and bad, right? So it works very, very mm-hmm. well for evergreen content, generating interest in content that you created a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Um, and you actually said something really important that I want to loop back on. And that is, what is the Pinterest user's intent? What are they going there for? They're going to discover new ideas, discover solutions to problems that they have. And Mm -hmm. now I want everyone who's listening to think, who is my ideal person? Whether you sell a service, a product, or you're a content creator, influencer, you are selling something, right? You, you're sharing solutions to problems. And that's what's really cool about Pinterest is because it's an, a search engine, people are going there to discover new ideas, to peruse ideas that are going to help them solve a problem they have. And it could be something very fluffy and light, like I have extra eggs in my fridge and I want to bake something Mm -hmm, or it could be how do I save time it could be a trip I'm going to take it's going to be I'm going to hire a photographer for beautiful um, autumn photo session and I want to hire somebody who who can come to the area where my cottage is it like the the if somebody can ask a question, they're on Pinterest and they're using Pinterest to discover those new ideas with their eyes. So they're using visual search. Um, but just a little caveat that keywords and using words matters because sometimes pictures don't always tell the full picture. So, but this is how people are different that when people go to Google or they go to YouTube, they're looking for something. And that's what Pinterest users are doing. And we're at an all-time high for the number of people who are on Pinterest searching. It's like 400 million in a month are, wow. are on Pinterest actively. Everybody's decorating and home cooking and, <laughs> and building yeah. <laughs> as much though. as you can. <laughs> but that's just it, that people, especially with the pandemic, you know, a lot of people were thrust into situations where they had to get really creative. So you've seen this explosion of people sharing very unique solutions. Some people lost their jobs and they need Mm -hmm. to start making money while being at home with an elderly family member. Some people want an escape. So like, you know, people say, well, the travel industry is dead. Oh, no, it's not. Because you know what? Everyone who loves traveling, myself included, I am dreaming of all the trips that I'm going to take when I can, when it's safe again. So I'm pinning the hotels I want to go to. I'm pinning the towns I want to visit. And I'm not like, I'm somebody I think about travel, but I don't plan it as much. And now, because I have a kid and we have a dog. So now I have to think, what's going to be good for our life? what's going to be the way that I plan that trip and make the most of it? Like something we all took for granted and now that we can't do as much. So I'm going to get really, really, really intentional 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because I've, I've been on Pinterest since the pandemic. I think I've got every recipe that is out there. <laughs> like we're, we're making everything from scratch at home. And not only that, for decorations, for everything. And it's amazing, though. Like I had I have a friend that uh, she opened a restaurant about five years ago. And I remember walking in and I'm like, where did you get all this stuff? She was like, I actually, she was like one of the couches. She found a guy who did it and he had stuff on Pinterest. She was like, that's how I contacted him. Then it was the the cushions were the same. The whole thing she found it through Pinterest. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's why I started learning a little bit more about it because it was that. I was like, I wasn't sure what was it. And I yeah. think a lot of people are confused with, with Pinterest and what is it exactly, you know? Um, well, and I think sometimes it gets people say, well, I'm not, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not in home decor or I'm not, I don't make like, I'm not a cook, but like the thing is, yes, like some niches are smaller, but if you have a solutions focused business that helps people, helps other women, helps people discover poetry, helps people make, start journaling, helps people get their home organized, like the ideas are mm -hmm. endless, then they are on Pinterest and they're looking for you. So why wouldn't you put yourself, especially I think we're in the, the, we've been immersed in the world of social media marketing now long enough that we know you can't be in all places and it's better to go to Agreed. two or three places that you love where your people are. So I love Pinterest because I do have to, I'm not, I have a harder time being consistent depending on if my team, like what my team is like, mm -hmm. you know, being a parent, having a busy home and family. It's hard for me to always be doing like, I would love if I could do Facebook lives all the time or do Instagram stories, but sometimes I don't feel like it. So I yeah. need systems and marketing in place that helps my ecosystem continue to grow, even if I am not on, you know, on and engaging yeah. and making a TikTok yeah. and, you know, yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> Being constantly. But that's the thing. I think a lot of us, like a lot of people make that mistake when they first start their business and they want to be everywhere. And then you start finding, yeah. little by little, you start finding your feet. And, and it is like, like I said, like for me, I love Pinterest. So it's something that I'm like, after the burnout, now I'm building it back up. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm back mm -hmm. in there consistent and putting stuff out there. Well, my VA does it, but that's why I love her. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. But it's even that. It's like I have that system going with her, you know, and then being in one, two platforms that I absolutely love. But right. Megan, you mentioned something about the algorithms before, because that's something for people who doesn't know what algorithms is. <laughs> I have this in another yeah. podcast. I explained it. But in the case of, of Pinterest, how is that affecting now? So what we see that Pinterest is like many other platforms like Google, like other social media platforms, Pinterest really is encouraging us as business owners, as creators who share ideas in the online world, that Pinterest is going to have um, a preference for for fresh content. So if you're putting out ideas, you're sharing new ideas, you're sharing fresh ideas out there, they're going to help their 
their engine grow. Like think about it, right? Like Google mm-hmm. wants you to feed it. Pinterest wants you to feed it. YouTube does. And so Pinterest is no different. And they're encouraging us to focus on creating content that's going to help our ideal audience. Um, and that has been a big shift because before a lot of people would just pin other people's ideas or pin pictures of kittens. And all of a sudden you'd have all this flurry of growth. And Pinterest really wants you to be intentional, to think about your ideal user and to really um, create high quality content on a regular basis. Okay, that's interesting because I know there were other accounts. Um, you know, I had friends that they were growing their Pinterest. And they were like, oh, all I do every day is just pin other people's stuff. And I was like, so you never written a blog? And they were like, no. And I'm like, what? How does this work? And this yeah. was a while ago. And I'm like, how? How is that even possible? And they're like, yeah. And they were they were getting loads of monthly views. Um, and I'm like, okay, you know, because in my head, I was like, I'm here. I like, try to write new content all the time. Try to, you know, come up with good pins and stuff like that. It's speaking mm. of which, yeah, I want to ask you that, Megan, as well about the pins. Mm. And your for you that it works, all right. That you are, you have a very successful business on 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 Pinterest. When it comes to the pins, what are the best things visual that you can send out there? Sure. So you want to make sure that your images are the right aspect ratio. So what you mm-hmm. can think about, like people talk about, we know Instagram is one to one square. Yeah. Pinterest is those longer images. So it's an aspect ratio of two to three, or if anyone has their pens and pencils out, 600 by 900 pixels. So that's that adheres to that 200, uh, two by three aspect ratio. And that pic- that size is the best format for your static images. Pinterest Pinterest also loves video pins. They have a new format mm-hmm. called Stories. So it's much like Instagram Stories, but it doesn't expire, which is amazing, right? Just Yay. keeps going and going. <laughs> so it's like giving a little story, exactly condensing an idea or a concept into a series of images. So um, I would say that have text overlay because to what text overlay does is it tells your people what that content is about and then have that call to action or like is it for bloggers is it for other women is it for like who's your ideal person so you know I could say like for me I work with online business owners and I would say you know seven steps to using Pinterest in your online business, head to the blog to learn more. So have that call to action, grab the free checklist, sign up to get access to, Mm -hmm. so make sure you're using that strong call to action language that you're telling people what they need to do. And then use, um, so use that text overlay to have keywords for what your content is about. So make sure, again, like you should really think about your text as being um, information that clarifies what your pin is about. So that when the person goes to your website, they're being connected with content that they were expecting. So then you're going to attract the right people. You're going to attract high value readers who hopefully are going to fall in love with your website and your blog and who you are, and then subscribe to your email list, you know, go into your Facebook community, follow you on Instagram or buy a product from you. 
Okay, perfect. So call to action. I, we hear this a lot. Call to action, call to action, call to action. Because sometimes you do so much work and then you forget that little tiny bit and it just I ends know. up being this, well, you know. <laughs> well, is. and I just want to, I want to clarify to people as well that when you don't include a call to action, like you don't, sometimes it's not relevant and I understand that. But if you are wanting people to do something or, you know, take some sort of action and head to your blog or head to your website, is that when people are confused a confused mind doesn't stop or they don't know what you want them to do so they're not going to do it so when you don't lay out that pathway of intention for your ideal audience your ideal reader customer then they don't know what you want them to mm. do so they're not going to do it and then yeah. you're going to be really disappointed but that's sort of like when you walk into a supermarket and you got, you know, the entrance and then you got all yes. the aisles and, you know, and then you have like the whole thing that walks you all the way through. I love it. <laughs> hey, I, I, I know you don't know this, but in one of my paid communities, I gave a talk and I use this same example. <laughs> grocery store is the perfect example because they put... They put what they want us to do. What, where do they want us to spend our money? That yes. pathway through the supermarket, the things that are expensive, but we want to buy, but we're not sure <laughs> they're right there. So you see them. those things that you see right before you check out. It's yep. all intentional, yeah, it right? It is. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then you go into the cashier and you pay and then you exit. And that's, yes, that's exactly, exactly what you do. the whole process. Oh, my God. <laughs> this wasn't, this wasn't uh, pre-recorded or anything. No, you didn't even know that. <laughs> no, we didn't even know. And, Megan, before we wrap up, there's one thing I want to ask you that it drives, yeah. me, I don't need, it drives me a little bit personally. It drives me a little bit insane the affiliate marketing in some mm -hmm. of the blogs that it's just like, it's just so annoying. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just yeah. so irrelevant to what you're, what you're reading, you know, like you might be reading something yeah. like I do, like I might be trying to check out a recipe and the next thing I know it's like this marketing for like shoes and don't worry, I do, <laughs> I do check oh, no. shoes as well. I do oh, check no. shoes. Yeah, so yeah. Charlie, the internet knows. <laughs> they do. Oh the internet God, knows so. that you're making dinner but thinking about shoes that's where the internet knows more about you than you want to admit maria so okay so a few things affiliate marketing is a wonderful way to monetize traffic yeah. on your website but there's a time and place for it make sure it's relevant make sure it's a good fit for your audience pinterest actually loves people who do affiliate marketing but they prefer when you keep your affiliate content on a relevant blog post that makes sense right mm -hmm. so say like the shoes and when you're looking at a recipe that doesn't totally make sense but what if it was like a a soup recipe and it involved a beautiful dutch oven you know yeah cooking thing uh i don't even know what to call it <laughs> you know cooking thing right that's what people look but that would make sense to have an affiliate link to that beautiful dutch oven that helps you make that beautiful soup that you're going to make that evening so using affiliate marketing when it makes sense to the content is a wonderful idea, a great way to monetize if you have people coming anyways, but just make sure you're doing it with the best interests of your readers and your customers in mind.
Okay, thank you. Yeah, no, it's just that, you know, I know the internet knows everything. So, you know, you go look for, I don't know, for traps. Do you want to go to an island or you want to travel? And the next thing you know, that's the only advertising you start getting everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's freaking scary. But, you know, yes. so it might kind of make your life easier. But at the same time, you're like, okay, if I said, what, what other words should I say or not say that the internet is going to catch yes. up and start sending me stuff? <laughs> well, this is where privacy and cookies and things that follow you around um, you know you have to decide and be aware of how that will influence what you see online and that is a strategy for online marketers really right especially when it comes to paid advertising um, and some people are very pleased they'll say well like you just said that's also a problem I have mm -hmm. great and then other times it feels intrusive and actually that's a really great thing to say about Pinterest is that Pinterest is very very vocal about the fact that they want what they do to be embedded and not intrusive or um, like dis disruptive. Like they talk about how some of that advertising is very disruptive to our experience. You know, when you're like scrolling Facebook and all of a sudden it's like an ad for a car and you're like, yeah, yeah. What? what is Instagram? this? <laughs> Whereas like, Pinterest says they will only show that car ad to people who have searched terms like 2020 cars or black cars at black family cars. So it mm -hmm. like for like, you know, or silver or red. So it would only show it to people who are searching so that the advertising is embedded in searches and locations for people who are have demonstrated an interest in those areas and therefore is not disruptive or intrusive to the user's experience. As it should be, yeah, not some random stuff. You're like, what is this? Okay, Megan, thank you so much. It's just like, it's a whole new world, Pinterest. And for anybody who has not used it, I definitely have to have, have a look, especially if you like writing, if you like, you know, if you're a visual person, I find it great for that. Um, you know, like I said, it's like, it's things that you go in, it's like quick tips for this. And it's like, it's very precise as well. I like those blogs that are really straight to the point and you're not having yeah. to scroll and scroll and scroll scroll and scroll to find what you're looking for um, exactly you no know, that's uh, that's great Megan before we wrap up if anybody wants to contact you get to know you more and work with you work they can find you apart so from you in can Pinterest <laughs> okay of course on Pinterest but also you can go to my website meganwilliamson.com or you could follow me on Instagram Megan A. Williamson is my handle on Instagram and uh, I have a free Facebook community if people have questions so you can just search Pinterest marketing with Megan Williamson and that will bring you to my Facebook community and that's a great place where we really encourage asking questions learning community sharing knowledge so if people want to hang out and get to know me better I would love to meet you there. Awesome. Okay, so I'll be following you on, on Pinterest now. Guys, so, so I will drop all the links of Megan so you can get to know her and uh, reach out to her. And as I said, if you've never seen the platform, if you've never tried the platform before, have a look. If you're a visual person and you like to write, definitely have a look. Megan, thank you so much for the day. And thanks for letting me ask you all these questions. I have so many <laughs> more, but <laughs> we'll keep you're it short so this time. welcome. Okay, <laughs> thank you. great. Thank you, Maria. <laughs> thank you, hon. Uh, thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business? 
I am Maria C. Krause, and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.